My name is Dr. Gwendolyn Riddick. I'm a board-certified obstetrician and gynecologist. My decision to become a doctor was driven largely by my family and my faith. I love being able to give back to my community. I was actually born and raised in a small rural community, so I am used to more of a quiet lifestyle. I love being able to rely on my neighbors. I love um, spending time with my family, specifically my two children, Anaya Riddick, she will be 21 in November, and my son, John Powell, he is eight months old. I was a teenage mother, and so I love being able to counsel my patients who are younger in regards to their obstetric and gynecologic health. Um, I also love uh, participating in different church activities and being involved with my community. So I have a strong passion of giving back to my community. A local doctor is the latest victim of gun violence in our community, and police say she knew the man who killed her. We did reach out to UNC Health about the loss of Dr. Riddick. A spokesperson gave a statement saying, UNC Health is saddened to learn about the loss of Dr. Gwendolyn Riddick, a much-loved OBGYN with UNC's Women's Health at Eden. Our thoughts are with her family, and we will provide support for her teammates and patients. A doctor within the UNC health system was murdered at a park in North Carolina on Sunday. The incident happened around 2.45 p.m. at Freedom Park in Rockingham County. Police said they were called to the local park and found 40-year-old Gwendolyn suffering from multiple wounds. The doctor was taken to a local hospital where she died shortly after. Gwendolyn was an extraordinary individual hailing from the beautiful state of North Carolina. She was a dedicated and compassionate doctor who worked with the UNC Women's Health at Eden team as an OBGYN since 2021. Beyond her professional accomplishments, Gwendolyn was known for being warm-hearted, kind, and always ready with a smile. Hello everyone. This is Dr. Gwendolyn Riddick, your board-certified obstetrician and gynecologist. I would just like to introduce myself and give you a little bit of my background information. I was born and raised in Gatesville, North Carolina, which is a small rural town in Northeast North Carolina. It's a very small town. Um, we're affectionately known for our one-stop light <clears throat> that services more um, that's in the entire community so we only have one stoplight no Walmart um, no large uh, gro chain uh, franchise grocery stores nor um, any franchise restaurants like Cold Stone or McDonald's or Chick-fil-a so just several um, locally owned grocery stores two to be exact and a handful of convenience stores or gas stations so very small town, um, there's not a lot to do there. So if you do want to do recreational things, you have to travel to Virginia because we're right there at the North Carolina-Virginia border. So about 30 to 45 minutes to get to Virginia. I was born, in Ray I was born to Carlton and Selma Riddick. My parents were blue-collared workers. My father was a painter at Newport News Shipbuilding. At the time, that was the name of um, the building. 
Um, now it's called Northrop Grumman. My mother, she attended college throughout most of um, my elementary education. When um, I was in middle, when I was in middle school, my mother actually um, graduated from college and became a teacher. So my mother was very busy with going to school, with working, because she was a teacher assistant before she became a teacher, with raising six children and being a great wife to her husband. We were considered economically disadvantaged or poor in layman's terms. We lived in a single wide trailer um, that only had three bedrooms. So my parents have six children. I'm the, one of the middle. And um, the girls shared one room and the boys shared another room. And then of course there was my parents' room. So we were um, very economically disadvantaged as I grew up. And that was one of my motivations to really wanting to be successful in life is I did not want to continue to live um, that particular type of life. So not having enough, not being able to afford um, different things for my family. And I really want to be able to give back to my community. So that was one of my driving forces for doing good in school. When I was in the 11th grade, I found out that I was pregnant. Wasn't making good decisions, obviously, at the time. So just imagine that I was pregnant and I was also chief grand marshal of the senior graduation. I gave birth to my daughter, Anaya, when I was 17 years old. So imagine that. I gave my valedictorian speech while my baby was in the audience with my mother, with my parents, listening. So one of my goals in life is to promote higher education amongst young girls, specifically amongst teenage moms, because I was a teen mom. But I worked hard, I stayed focused, I was determined, I was driven, and I was able to achieve my goal of becoming a doctor. So I know that I've always wanted to be a doctor, really didn't know what kind of doctor. I knew I wanted to do women's health specifically, more so for the educational um, component that goes along with OBGYN. So I love counseling patients in the office setting. So I plan to pursue um, my purpose, which is promoting higher education amongst teenage girls in order to lower the risk of poverty as well as lower the risk of becoming a teenage mom. And it all starts with making good decisions. So that would be the topic that I plan to discuss further. Stay tuned. So that's a little bit about my story and I look forward to speaking with you soon about making good decisions. Take care. Her friendly demeanor created a welcoming environment where patients felt comfortable discussing their concerns openly. She goes, look, she goes, everything's great. She goes, you're healthy, you're beautiful. You know, she made me feel confident with myself for one. You know, that women empowerment, she was all for that. 
when you were pregnant, you know, that's the big ultrasound. You That's the big anatomy scan. You get to see any and everything about the baby, and it's a very detailed appointment. So I was looking forward to just talking with her, sharing any cares, concerns I had. In addition to being an exceptional doctor, Gwendolyn found peace in spending quality time with her children and engaging in activities that bring joy to her life. The UNC doctor had an older daughter and shared a baby boy with 35-year-old John Michael Powell. Unfortunately, there have been a string of domestic issues between the two, making it very difficult to co-parent. Sadly, the challenging situation turned deadly over the weekend, leaving the Eden community in complete shock. Family, friends, it's very close. A lot of people were her patients and knew of her. And I just hate it for just being a mom. It breaks my heart for children. You never think something like this happens in a small town. And it's sad that something like this brings a small town together. Yeah, 35-year-old John Powell appeared for the first time in front of a judge just about two hours ago. Our cameras were not allowed in the courtroom, but I did sit in. I spotted a couple of people towards the back. They were there for the victim. Riddick, after the proceedings were over, they walked out and they were visibly upset. They were crying and leaning on one another for support. Dr. Riddick touched hundreds of lives as a women's health doctor here in Rockingham County for UNC Rockingham Health. Hear from some patients and neighbors about the impact that she left on the community and how she lifted everyone up. On Sunday, July 30th, 2023, around 2.30 p.m., Emma Gaines was at a park with her boyfriend and child. She told the local news that she heard gunshots and quickly ran to help Gwendolyn until the police came. I heard the first one, two, three, and I was like, oh gosh, this is bad. Then I jumped up in the middle console and was kind of like blocking my son so that, you know, wherever it was coming from, because I didn't know, I wanted to protect him. And as I saw gunshot wounds, I was just holding them with their clothes. She was lifeless. There was nothing she could do for herself. It, I mean, he intended to kill her. It makes me nervous and eerie to be here. Once police arrived, John attempted to drive away from the scene, but was taken into custody by police. Officers did try to provide aid to Gwendolyn until EMS arrived, but after she was transported to the hospital, she was pronounced deceased at 3 p.m., less than 30 minutes after the incident. Officers arrested 35-year-old John Powell when he was driving away from the scene. Investigators say the two had a child together and the shooting was a result of a domestic incident. Gaines says she saw the car seat in the back of Riddick's car. Gaines was just one of dozens who were at the park when this happened. Another man I talked to had just left when the shooting happened, seeing it later on the news. Then I was running scenarios through my head. Oh my God, what if I was there? And you hear or you see something like that. It could have been anybody. It could be anybody. You never know. So just hold your loved ones and protect yourself. That's all you can do. At this time, John is charged with first-degree murder and discharging a weapon into an occupied property. He wasn't given a bond and is scheduled to appear in court on August 8, 2023. Since this incident happened, police are looking for additional charges. Anyone with information about this incident should call Eden Police or their local authorities. Family, friends, and loved ones have been pouring their heart out on social media, sharing positive stories about Gwendolyn. Everyone hopes that justice will be served for their loved one.
when I see Dr. Riddick, I see strong, fierce woman. From a pastor standpoint, we we have to make sure these children know love. I know that her children will be loved. They will be supported. We come often. We're very frequent visitors. I'm heartbroken that it happened, and it was kids around, and we don't know what kids have saw, I wouldn't want my kids to witness something like that. We don't know her situation, um, our, our thoughts and prayers to her family and her friends. It was a tragic event for our county. A lot of times people think it is just the, the middle or lower class. And sadly, this case shows that it could be anyone. You can have a safe word set up with your family or friend. So even if you're at Walmart or somewhere and you run into them, you can call your friend and use that safe word. Have your neighbors aware of the situation. So if you text or you call or you come to their door in the middle of the night, they're not questioning that. I will continue to keep everyone in my thoughts and prayers, her patients, her family, her friends, her children. Let's please continue to use discernment. Let's continue to stay on the alert and let's continue to be aware. I thank you guys so much for watching. Please respect the victim and the families in the comments. And with that being said, I love you all dearly. And please don't forget to check on your loved ones.